Very nice. Wow, wow, wee. I already hate us. This is. <laughs> yeah. Kill me now. Yep. I hate us, man. No, nah, I don't hate us. I think we're okay, blokes. Right. Well, I am, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm an all right bloke. An all right bloke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I was listening to our. Um, you what, mate? Our Halloween episode, and I realized the British accents I was doing was were awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but comically awful. Yeah, I, mean, I knew <laughs> that's I knew, the key. I knew they weren't good, but they were worse than I thought they were. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. It was like that. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> It's the Odd Drunk Podcast with Jackson and Bolton. Sometimes we're some So if you can't guess what we're talking about Can today, you guess? Can you guess what we're talking about today? Cause guess what we're talking about without looking at anything. Yes. Turn your phone off. Yeah. But not the... Just I'm turn a, the screen I'm off. I'm assuming you haven't read the title of the episode. Yeah. I assumed you just clicked on it blindly. I, I su- actually, you probably just ended up here. You don't even know how you found it. I assume everyone who listens to us either just randomly found us on the internet and don't know how they got there, or see that we post an episode and go yes and just blindly click on it. There's no in between. I assume. well, I have a feeling it's more of the random thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I know who you guys are. Okay, that didn't sound creepy. But I don't know who you guys are. We recognize you, okay? You're appreciated. Yeah, if we saw you out in the street, we'd be like, I recognize you. Yeah, even though we, <laughs> we have listen no idea to our who podcast. You look at, we would know. We would sense it. Yeah. We're like Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Except we're drunk. Yeah, that's 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 and dumb. That's our powers instead of like the force. I mean, we're not too far off from Luke from Last Jedi, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just drinking his. I mean, eventually we'll be drinking green milk. Drinking, out of, drinking his green milk out of uh, a weird alien teat. Alien titties. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was that thing, anyways? I have no idea. Like a space cow. But I assume that milk was alcoholic. Oh yeah. Yeah, otherwise there's no or way. Or he put he, there's he, no maybe, other way he would be. Maybe he mix that. it with death sticks or something or some death, spice. Death sticks. But no more Star Wars. <laughs> That's enough Star Wars. No, tonight we are talking about Borat. The the best uh the fourth best Kazakhstan reporter. I, I actually do really quick. The death stick guy. I had to look it up because I forgot exactly what it was, but do you know that character's name? It's like sleazy. Yeah, this this is how creative George Lucas. It's Elon Sleaze Bagado. <laughs> that's amazing, and that's canon. That's canon. Yeah, that's that's real. That's how creative. Well, it's real in Star Wars. Star Wars is, which <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, but we were talking about Borat, though. Yeah, not, and, not uh, Star Wars. Before we get to Borat, let's talk about what we're drinking. Uh, I didn't find anything specific. Uh, couldn't find any Kazakhstan wines or vodkas or whatever they have, or just milk or. <laughs> well, I would not want their milk after watching. I mean, I have milk if that's what we want to drink. 
Well, it would be better than Kazakhstan milk. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I've never tried Kazakhstan milk. Oh, you don't remember? No. <laughs> He's with the senator. Um, oh. In the, in the first one. Right. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. Let's talk about what we're drinking. So what are you drinking? I can't tell. It's some kind of beer. It's not beer. Oh. It's actually ginger ale and vodka. Oh, okay. Yeah. The color fooled me. Yeah, that'd be the ginger ale thing. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm broke right now this week. I so. was just not broke enough to get a six pack. Well, I wasn't broke at the beginning of the week, so I did. But I bought a six pack of beer, but then I drank it all before, <laughs> before tonight. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Um. Well, I have, uh, for no particular reason, I have Colorado Kolsch Ale. From Ste- uh, our own, very own Steamworks Brewing Co. here in Durango. Here in Durango, Mexico. Mexico. Yes. I, they call it a Colorado to, to be cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's simple. It goes down easy. It's good. Yeah. It's exactly what you would expect. It is a, just a... It's just good. Very normal but good. Cool <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes you want a beer that's just a beer. Yeah. Like, you don't want... Sometimes you I, get tired of all the crazy flavors. That's why I, I like... Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, um, Fat Tire. That's one of my go-to. Yeah. Like, just really easy, but still tasty beers. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Uh, and I also have... And this is mostly just for my own private drinking... But I have some New Zealand wine Ooh. from Oyster Bay. I do not know how to pronounce this kind of wine. <laughs> but I will try my best. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. A Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty close. You, you mostly I got just it. racist yeah. it. Yeah, you, you just said it with a weird accent, but you got <laughs> it. Yeah. Well, I was trying to do a French accent. We're, we're, we are, we're uh, you know, channeling the energy... Of Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. And the bad accents. And, <laughs> and offensiveness. Yes. Which we always have those two things. Yes. So. <laughs> bad accents. I think it works out. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Borat movies and Sasha Baron Cohen and some of the other stuff he's been in. Um, mostly Borat, though. Mostly Borat, because that's the best. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen, like, Bruno or Ali G or any... I don't think Other I've style. ever spent the time to see all of Bruno. It's okay. It's not as good as Borat. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I like the character that he does, but the movie isn't quite as good. It doesn't have that uh, gritty realism. Yeah. It's the first one. Ali G, though, is pretty good. Well, yeah, that was like a series. And then yeah. they did the movie. They did a movie, yeah. And I've seen the movie, but I haven't seen the series, really. The series is pretty good. That's just like all his prank stuff. Yeah, a lot of the series was basically him interviewing like politicians. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, get just, good reactions from politicians. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you know, Borat Two came out recently, so that's why we're talking about. That. Yes, um, it was something that I we would have talked about when it came out, but we were doing. The stupid Spooktober thing. God. God damn it, Spooktober. Ruined everything. 
I hate Spooktober. I hate it. <laughs> For, forgive me. I don't. I don't actually hate it. No, it was fun, but again, like the last episode, we're catching up on some stuff, and now we're just focusing on one thing. Ooh, and there's yeah, a vi- there's a video here. Irish people try tequila. Borat subsequent film. We'll have to watch that later. Borat subsequent film or what is it? Subsequent movie film. Movie film, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it had another title, uh, Borat, and like the benef- uh like giving a <laughs> gift bride or something to for the oh, benefit yeah. of the once great country of Kazakhstan. Yeah. Well, it's uh. What was it? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> they changed the title multiple times in the movie, actually. Like, whenever there's, like, a different objective. Yeah, the original is Cultural Learnings of America. For oh, make, yeah, that's for the make, For uh, Make Benefit. Uh, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Yeah, I love that. It just has a ridiculously long name. Mm-hmm. Well, as a lot of documentaries do, yeah. honestly. Because <laughs> a lot of people often uh, forget that it's also just a spoof on documentaries in general. It's a really good mockumentary. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but that's just the base, you know, is it the best mockumentary though? I don't know. It's up there. It's, it's up there. Uh, but, but you know, so there's, it's, it's in the running. It's against like spinal tap. Yeah. Except with this one, a lot of people were fooled into thinking this is real. That Borat yeah. was a real person. And that Most was- people, I don't know about the second movie, but in the first movie, um, I think in the first one, pretty much the only uh, stunt he pulled that was completely staged was uh, when he kidnapped, what's her name at the end? Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson, yeah. yeah. That was a stunt. And then also the scene with the stripper... At the like etiquette etiquette dinner, uh, like in Georgia or wherever it was. Oh yeah, that she was an actress. Uh, I forgot about that. I watched it. Let me rec- look her up. I watched it recently, but I uh, <laughs> I wasn't paying a ton of attention, honestly. But uh. Well, you don't really have to, honestly. You just have it on, and then you, yeah, that's you look, and then you're like cringing, and like you see something shocking. The second one didn't have as much of like the super gross stuff. It still had gross stuff in it. Oh yeah, yeah, like but the, not nearly as like bad. the fertility dance, the fertility dance, and just like multiple glimpses of a major bush. <laughs> but the first one definitely had gross stuff. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the scene where, um, oh, are you playing with your cord over there? Yeah, I'm having some issues with my cord. But yeah, the actress that played the prostitute, Lunell Campbell. Yeah. Uh, but she did a really good job selling it and making it seem real as well. And then I think the second movie really benefited from the daughter character. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think she was the best part. Uh, what was her name? Tuta or something like that? Tuta. Tuta. And I don't remember the actress's name. But the actress was uh, basically unknown. She's straight from Bulgaria. Her name is uh, Maria Bakalova. Yeah. She's a Bulgarian actress, and this was her first 
role in an American movie and her first time coming to America. So it must have been very interesting for her, considering a lot of her scenes were definitely the most authentic ones of the movie. Yeah, because in, in the one of the problems with um, the second one was uh, Borat is such a well-known character now. That oh, yeah, he, he tried... He, he tried doing the whole Borat bit, and he quickly realized that everyone was recognizing him yeah. out on the street, and he needed disguises. And he went into the costume store, like he goes in the costume store, and they have a Borat costume in the costume store. <laughs> <laughs> and the salesman, the, the, costumes, the costume shop, he's like, oh, that looks... He obviously knows. I think he's just in on it, just playing along. Yeah. But he's like, oh, that looks like a lot like you. Borat's like... No, I don't see the resemblance. <laughs> He's like, it looks like you. And Borat is just like staring at it, like kind of with this like sad look on his face. And he's confused. <laughs> That's I, one thing he does so well is he plays. He's like confused. Yeah. He's, he doesn't understand why people are acting the way they are around <laughs> him and all that. And then when he finally picks out the disguise, he gets the fat suit. And he's like, oh, fat like American. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Uh, and you, so in the first, uh, the first movie, you have the whole bit in the beginning where he's introducing you to like his neighbors and family and yeah. Kazakhstan and his mom's like 90. Well, she looks like she's 90 years old, but he was like, Oh, <laughs> she's 45. She's oldest woman in Kazakhstan. <laughs> 45. <laughs> and then, and then you see him make out with this random chick and he's like that, my sister, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, Gross they, and yeah. horrible, but it's so funny. <laughs> um, and and he just walks into his house, and you just see a random bull in there, and just stuff like that. <laughs> just like yeah, and I love that details. one of the running jokes that both movies is how he hates his neighbor. Oh yeah, like at the beginning <laughs> of the second movie, he gets out of the the prison camp and uh, goes back home, and his neighbor had adopted all of his sons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he wanted, didn't he want one of his sons to tag along? Yeah. And then uh, and then he was told that he had a daughter and he, he had no idea. <laughs> and she was like in a she's like barn. In the, yeah, she's like in the pig pen. Like. Yeah. And people that take offense, well, for one, it's supposed to offend you to a degree, definitely. But it also kind of... The movie, especially the second one, it plays with the notion that you know it's not real, but it just does really fun things with it. Yeah, like, and uh, there's also like a big part of um, what Sasha Baron Cohen does is he uh, he plays the part of a clown of the nothing. Not a lot of the stuff he's doing is funny. It's he's doing this stuff to elicit reactions from people exactly to make them make a fool of themselves. No, that's the point of it. Yeah. Um, I love in the first one, it's one of the earlier scenes when he's in New York. Well, in one of them, and he mentions it in the second one because it definitely pertains to one of the major scenes in that movie. But uh, in one of the earlier scenes in the first Borat, he literally, I don't know if he actually does, but he squats down and takes a shit on uh, yeah, the, Trump, the, the lawn the, of the Trump Tower. That's in the first one, and yeah. he and he mentions it in the second one where he is like, uh, he can't he can't present his um, 
daughter to uh, Mike Pence himself because he shit in front of Trump's house. That's like how he put it. <laughs> or was it he couldn't present? Or no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. He had that. to have a disguise for Mike Pence. And yeah. then he went, did the Trump thing. Yeah, which that, that part actually wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Oh, no, yeah. the trailer made it seem like it was going to be way more of a thing. There was other things in the movie. I'm glad they saved that they didn't reveal that I thought were genuinely really good. Yeah. Like, even just the small things. There's a part in the second one where he goes in to send a message to, uh, what the, like, guy, uh, the, what's his name? The prime minister guy of... Yeah, like the prime minister or whatever. The, the guy that sends him there on the mission. To, uh, yeah. In the first place. And he's sending it through fax. <laughs> and this is a what seems to be a real post office worker. Just, just <laughs> going along with all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, what he does is like you see a lot of people go along with it. Because what the one tactic he's used is that um, he tells people it's a documentary. Yeah. They just don't know that he's a comedian. Yeah, most of the time, I mean, sometimes he's doing hidden camera stuff, but most of the time, yeah, he lets you know that it's a yeah. documentary. Like the uh, in the first one when he learns how to drive and he has an instructor, that was apparently the driver was told that it was a documentary about helping foreigners adapt to American life. Yeah. Or something like that. And, and, oh, I love that bit. And that too. guy apparently tried suing him, <laughs> which, which I didn't think it made that guy look bad at all. That guy actually. Well, he did end up saying. He did end up saying like, "Oh yeah, I like you too," like stuff like that. Yeah, the guy you could tell he but was. He, you could tell he did not like it, but he no. was. He was being very friendly. Yeah. Or trying his best to be. Well, and also you have the bit in the beginning where Borat, you know, kisses both of his cheeks, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not used to that, but okay," <laughs> and he's like flipping people off and like. Uh, yelling at people while doing the driving test, just road raging. <laughs> I also just love that when he goes to buy a car, he's like, "What's his price?" That he offers the guy. He's like, "Uh, he's like, what? What car can I buy for?" Uh, it's like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, seven hundred dollars. <laughs> and he goes. He ends up with a a beat up mail truck that's like no, it's an ice cream truck. Oh, it was an ice cream truck. Yeah. And there's a bit in the first movie where they go through a neighborhood and he accidentally plays the music oh yeah. and like all the kids are running to the ice cream truck and then they have a bear in it oh yeah because <laughs> yeah. there's a point in the movie where they get a bear they have the bear from in this it. exotic animal like uh and then i like that tiger king type thing yeah um and i like that um that when the producer guy leaves him he takes the bear with him yeah <laughs> he's like he's taking everything he's just taking my bear well he ends up making the bear into a rug doesn't he I don't remember. Or something like that. Or he mounts the head on the wall and like Borat doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, obviously they didn't, re they didn't really do that. But, uh, so yeah, the first movie, it's been a while since I've seen the whole thing, but I conveniently, without really knowing, I, su I saw the first movie again because it was on Prime just like a couple months before the new one came out. Yeah, and but I never knew about the new one. It was just really good timing. Oh that wow! I decided no, to watch it. I, I watched the first one a couple weeks ago because the new one come out. Okay, and I sat down and I put on the. Yeah, to catch one. up on the lore. Yeah, I had to <laughs> <laughs> my Borat lore. Yeah. Um, we should do a whole series of Borat, Borat lore. lore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, 
but I sat down, I put it on. I was doing other stuff, but yeah, like cleaning in the house. But uh, put one it on of, the background before I watch the second one. One of my favorite bits in the first one is when he goes to the rodeo. Oh, I love Texas. that part. Yeah, <laughs> and at fr- uh, at first it shows him talking to this old like rancher or whatever guy, you know, the cowboy hat and stuff, and this guy's asking him about Kazakhstan. And this guy is literally, well, first he's like, oh, you may want to shave that mustache or like dye your hair because you look a lot like a Muslim. We don't like that here. Like, we don't want that. And yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, you, you should tell people that you're Italian. Yeah. Say you're Italian. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then Borat, he was talking about how like they hang people and stuff in Kazakhstan. And and the other guy was like, yeah, you should hang them gays like that too. There, I bet. Yeah. And just the stuff he gets out of these people, and, it's and, insane. And, and what he does, one of his tactics is like, so he he pretends himself to be a bigot. Yeah. So they lower their guard. So like, when the guy's like, uh, he's saying like, oh, we hang people, and the guy's like, oh, you should hang the gays, and and he, and, he, yeah. and Borat's response is like, yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> 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 like to get him to be like, yeah. You know? No, that's what a lot of people a lot of people don't get that he, yeah, he's trying to get reactions from normal people. He's an actor and he's interacting with normal people that think he's a real person. Well, he is a real person, but they don't know he's acting. And that's the key. And then uh later on he's introduced that he's going to sing the national anthem. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they always mispronounce his name. They always say like, one time Bo, they Bo Rat, Bo Rat, <laughs> or like one one of them said like Bo Ron or like I don't Bo know. Ron. <laughs> what Whoa. the hell? Sorry about that. We'll have to fix that in post. Yeah, we're having some issues with our uh, mic- my microphone right now. Yeah, as in we need new ones. Yes, which we will be doing. Yeah. We plan on getting new ones. You don't have to deal with this anymore. But, uh, yeah, we get to see him where he sings the national anthem, and he, he says that he's going to sing it in the tune of Kazakhstan's national anthem. No, no he sings the Kazakhstan no, national yeah, he anthem sings the in Kazakhstan, the tune of yeah. the American yeah, yeah. Nation, United States. Yeah. So, yeah, he sings the Kazakhstan national anthem, which is it not the real one. It's totally native because it's like, <laughs> Kazakhstan is, is the, the greatest, greatest country in the world. All <laughs> other countries are run by little girls. I have to wonder if he made that up like on the spot or like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I noticed uh, at the end of the movie, they... Uh, they have him during the credits that playing the Kazakhstan national anthem yeah. <laughs> with the words and everything. Oh, and before he does the national anthem, he gives a speech and uh, he he talks about you know this is during the Bush era, you know the height, well the beginning of the Iraq War at least, and um, he uh, and especially like when it was very anti-Muslim, very a lot of hate towards anyone from the Middle East. And that's yeah. another thing about the first one was very sketchy for him. Like, I feel like he could have got killed or at least, at least beat up a lot of times. There, there's a few times throughout both movies where um, he probably could have gotten in big trouble. Like, Yeah. And um, before he does the national anthem, he, he, he says something along the lines of, 
I hope President Bush uh, completely eradicates Iraq where not even lizards can live there, like completely scorched earth. And then they all cheer for him. Yeah, he says some really fucked up And then up he says, stuff. oh, Bush shall drink the blood of the children of the Iraqis. And they're yeah. like, yeah. And, and he's, he's, he you says see some, a few of them where they're like, okay, what? He says but, some pretty fucked up stuff and everyone's cheering him on. Yeah. And then he sings the thing and then he gets thrown out. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, another great scene in the first movie is when he's hitchhiking. Oh yeah, the He's frat boys hitchhiking, and then the frat guys pick him up. They're like from South Carolina, and they're obviously all really drunk. Yeah, hopefully all, not the driver, but hopefully not. But they're on the back. We of don't a, know of a trailer. <laughs> yeah, they're like in a big RV type situation. Yeah, and um, and and first I was like, oh, that's cool. They picked him up. This really shady, weird looking guy. Like, they picked him <laughs> up. <laughs> And, but then they start talking with him and they're also racist towards him. Yeah. Without even like, it's like subtle racism because and they're drunk. But they're not, they're, they're like, not being mean to him, but they're, they're like, they, he keeps on saying he's from Kazakhstan and then they keep on saying he's from Russia. They keep on referring it to as Russia. Yeah. And just stuff like that. And then they like, uh, what, they're like and what's then it, one of they're, the they're guys, like, what's it like over in Mother Russia? And I bet those guys were pissed after and this came out. Yeah. Because one of the guys, he's like, Are women your slaves? Yeah, he get, he gets them saying some really sexist stuff. He gets them yeah. saying that they wish slavery was still around. Like stuff well, like that. Well, they were saying shit like, Oh, the minorities have more rights. Yeah. And uh and that women have m- too many rights, stuff yeah. like that. And really it's, bad. And it's situations stuff. like and that. Borat like, wasn't saying any of that shit. You know, they just, were just going. You just got them to say <laughs> things like that. Times like that, where I can see why some of these people try suing him, because, like, for example, if I were like an employer and one of those guys tried to, uh, oh, you'd be fired so fast. Yeah. Well, if one of those guys tried to get a job, oh, and shit. I and I recognize them from that, yeah, I would definitely not hire them. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of the guys was wasn't saying too much. It, it was the one. There was one guy. One of the guys was just really drunk. Yeah, and that's understandable. They were all really drunk. But, but then the <laughs> other one, there was one that was really saying the racist and sexist stuff. Yeah, and like, uh, even his other friends, they were kind of like, they, I mean, they were saying racist stuff too. But this other guy was just going off on a tangent. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and yeah, Borat partied with him and stuff, and then they eventually dropped him off. Um, and then there's another great scene in that movie where he's like in the hood. I think it's like in Georgia or something, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, I don't and remember exactly, but this th- I like this. He's scene, like, and well, a lot of people would think, and it is, it's a sketchy freaking area in the middle of night. Like, there's even women of the night, like prostitutes coming up to him, like saying, you want sugar baby for a good price? Like stuff like that. Yeah. And they do a but great then, job. Like they're like driving, they're freaking out. Like, yeah. It's like freaking out. They're all terrified. And then he go. there's just the random group of guys uh, just hanging out. And he, he goes up to him to ask him for directions to, uh, well, uh, somewhere in California, I think just Los Angeles or something like that. Yeah. So yeah. And, um, 
he's asking them and they're like, you're a long way from California. (laughs) (laughs) But then they like hang out and actually talk and yeah, they're actually like really cool. And they're not saying anything racist. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're like really cool. They're they're He's asking them like how, like, uh, you know, about their slang that they're using and how they're dressed and they show him. Yeah. The saggy pants. And and then he goes into like a really nice hotel. Oh no. He dropped his pants and he's like wearing those weird, like mesh, yeah. Underwear. <laughs> they're like, no, pull your pants up. And he walks into the like the, the, the fancy hotel dress like that <laughs> and just starts like throwing off like slaying it. I don't remember what he says exactly. I and I think it was either after the scene or before, but where he goes to the dining etiquette thing, like the southern and you know they're very racist. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and at one so there the lady she's giving him all the advice on etiquette. And uh, he, I think at one point he was like, oh, is it okay for me to show pictures? <laughs> and then he pulls up and legit, it's just dicks. It's like, this is my brother. And it's just it's like his balls. <laughs> it's, just, it's just dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't. And she was going along with it. Because I guess they thought he was just that naive and new to America. Yeah. And he get he he also like somehow he but there actually, was a really he gets away with a lot of stuff too. There was a really weird. Th- he went to the bathroom and there's a great bit that comes after that, but he went to the bathroom and they're all talking, and at the table and they're like, you know what? He's a nice guy, and I think within the next week or so we can really Americanize him, make him American. God, and that just that's awful. There's and. The way they were being so genuine about it, yeah, that is so just off and wrong, and just like just the idea of like let's Americanize this that person. he's wrong for not being American, yeah, basically, like, like it's not his fault that he's not American, yeah, exactly. You know, he's nice, but you and know. then he comes back and he's shat in a plastic bag, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he hands it to her and he's like, "Where should I dig this or some shit like that." <laughs> <laughs> and then she actually goes in though with him to show him how to wipe. Oh god! <laughs> and yeah. use the toilet. <laughs> and he's about to like get his, pull his pants down, and she's like, "No, no, no! You do that yourself." <laughs> and then uh, it shows kind of like a flashback of him talking with the lady before the dinner, and and this is like Alabama. This is like a plantation house, by the way. This is like <laughs> he's in the deep freaking south, by the way, and. But he um, he says, is it okay if I bring guests? And oh. and she's like, as long as you let them know before, it is perfectly fine to bring one guest. And then he brings the prostitute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, big woman and very revealing clothes. She was great, yeah. <laughs> no, she was great. And yeah, that's the actress. Yeah. Um, she goes on Lunel. to become his wife. <laughs> yeah. And But as soon as she comes in, I mean, obviously the way she's dressed, but they're all like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just a little suspicious because she's black. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. It's hard to believe that the only reason was because she was dressed or anything like that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think that was the only reason, to be honest. Imagine if it was a white prostitute. I think they might have gone along with it a lot longer. Or a little bit longer, at least. Yeah, I would, I would, I would think so. Yeah. Um, and then you have the whole bit where he goes partying with her and stuff, and then, 
And they do a really good job of making it seem real because she's like wanting to invite him in her house. <laughs> you know, I, I'm reading about because I'm reading about Sasha Baron Cohen right now, and it's really interesting some of his background because um, like there's off. There's oh, he's also, like a genius. There's a lot of scenes where he also like a big thing about Borat's character is Borat is really anti-Semitic. Yeah. Well, we haven't even got to that bit yet. But. It's really that's um, probably his most offensive stuff. But if you if you ever you actually notice at no at, during all of his movies, any Jewish people he uh, interacts with, he doesn't make them look bad ever. He doesn't make them look bad, and he's not mean to them. Yeah, he's just he puts on this act that he's just genuinely confused. He's and genuinely like, so scared of them. Scared of them. Like, he thinks and, they're gonna eat him. Well, <laughs> he's scared, but he also he portrays this well where he's just it's what he's learned that he doesn't just hate him but that's just like what he knows yeah um but you know it he's interesting that so sasha baron cohen is a devout jew yeah um his whole family is jewish um family in israel speaks hebrew everything um he uh, studied history with a focus of anti-semitism at christ college cambridge um and wrote and wrote his dissertation on the American Civil Rights Movement. Oh wow! So he's very, very knowledgeable of the social climate in America and what he's fucking with when he makes. Well, his yeah, movies. and the Borat movies—it's just like a social experiment. Basically. Yeah, so he's. This is not just a comedian going in and fucking with people. He's he knows. I mean, it's that too. It is that, but you know, he <laughs> knows what he's fucking with. Yeah, exactly. He's very knowledgeable on it. Uh. The first, oh yeah, the first movie. So he does the prostitute thing. Uh, another good bit is um, he, it's like he falls asleep outside the school. He, he uh, yeah, like I don't remember. Oh, and I love in the whole first movie, he has a chicken with him. In his oh bag. yeah, in his bag, <laughs> in his briefcase. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's like, uh, like when he gets on the subway in New York and it gets out and he's like. <laughs> oh, pe- and that movie really just. Sh- and we we know this, but that movie showed that people in New York are just really assholes. Yeah, like, he was trying to go up to people and be like, hi. he didn't even say anything offensive. He would just be, he go up and be like, "Hi, I am a Borat. Nice I mean, to meet you." And they would be like, "Fuck off, stranger!" Like he would be weird, but he wasn't like being offensive or like. Yeah, and they would be hostile to him. And then one guy didn't even say anything. He just started screaming and running from him. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, I was think, like, I think that guy tried to sue him as too as oh, well. <laughs> I was like, was that guy like actually in trouble with somebody, or like, why did he just immediately run like that? That was really weird. Whoop. Oh, yeah, we're having some technical difficulties here. More specifically, Colton, <laughs> but that's okay. It's not my fault. Just don't touch it. Just I'm leave it alone. Not, I'm trying not to. <laughs> but um. Oh, yeah, so the first, yeah, so he has the whole Pamela, he f- discovers Pamela Anderson, and then that oh, becomes yeah. his whole goal. That's, like, practically the plot of the first movie, yeah. is him trying to get to Los Angeles so and he marry marry Pamela Anderson. Yeah, because yeah, he's, like, in a hotel room, and he sees Baywatch. Yeah. And I, like, and when, I think when, he starts jerking off or something. Yeah, and he gets like finds like the Baywatch magazine or whatever. Yeah. And like when the his producer leaves him, he's like, at least he had the uh, 
the balls to leave me this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. There's one scene I want to talk about, and I'm glad they cut this kind of stuff out for the sequel because I thought it was just completely unnecessary and just gross. Yeah. There's a scene where he walks in on his producer, Azmat, jerking off in the nude. Oh, yeah. And this guy is, like, exceptionally overrate, obese. Yeah. And it's really chase, gross. They chase each other through the hotel. And <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> Borat en- ends up nude as well. Yeah, I can't remember. I, why. I last time I last time I, I think watched he just it, got out of the shower, maybe. Yeah, last time I watched it, I was not actually paying attention to that part, and I just I looked, I was stepped away for a minute and went back into the room, and they were just wrestling in a public conference room naked, and I was like, "What the well, fuck is yeah, going on?" Yeah, the whole bit where they're wrestling in the room—it's just gross. Like his ass is like in his face and shit. Yeah, then they it, oh. they cut they toned down on that a bit in the sequel. <laughs> sequel didn't have any like outright nudity in it, but I I think they blurred out any nudity, like direct nudity. Yeah, it happened in real life, but they blurred it out for the movie because <laughs> there's scenes where his daughter, uh, she like takes her top off and shit. Yeah, in her skirt, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. I want to get to the second movie, but I, there's a couple more points on the first one to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, they're running around just completely butt-ass naked in the hotel. And then they go in the elevator, and there's people standing in there, oh, like, yeah. looking away. And they're just, like, waiting patiently And then the there's elevator. that one guy, like, looking at the corner, trying to ignore them. Yeah, because, like, like, they're in the elevator, and most of the people get out of the elevator. But, but there's one guy that... <laughs> there's one guy that stays, and he's just, like, looking away. And his face says it all. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and then they're having, and they obviously had to plan this, but they're having a big con- like business meeting or conference. Yeah. Then I think there's even some senators there. <laughs> 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 and they go right to the stage and start wrestling. And obviously they get, I don't know how they didn't get arrested. Like, <laughs> I, I really don't. It's just insane. And then, but yeah, the bit where he falls asleep by like the high school, I think it's a high school or something like that. Yeah. But then he wakes up, it's Sunday and like this big mega church is there and oh my God, that was like a horror movie, that scene. (laughs) Yeah. I'm serious. It, It was seriously a cult. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That, <laughs> like you had, there was this one guy just jogging back and forth in front of the pre, uh, the preacher. He was yeah. just jogging back and forth, and they were all yelling. Well, <laughs> and Borat just stumbles in, and he's like the least crazy people person think, in the room. I think that was my favorite scene in the movie because it was just like, that's fucking real. People are like that. And yeah, he didn't have to do anything no they did it to him yeah that that was a situation where he was not pushing people to be crazy they just were yeah. and he just participated and then they uh, uh he asked oh he does something like where he's like oh can jesus save me and then they're like of course and then they do they make him speak in tongues and stuff and like oh it was just so yeah. freaking <laughs> and the wow. way he was doing it the way he was speaking tongues <laughs> yeah, he's totally making fun of it them, was but. amazing <laughs> but that scene that was horrifying honestly <laughs> there's a lot of good bits in that first movie it's it's hard to cover them all but 
I think what made the first one so special is for a while it seemed legit. Yeah. Most people, especially Americans, thought it was real. Yeah. 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 British audiences were accustomed to him with Ali G and stuff. Yeah. But it, yeah, it had that like realism to it, even though it was fake. But, and then you, there's a, there's another scene in the beginning that's pretty good. It's a more subtle one, but he's sitting in with the feminists. Oh, (laughs) forgot about that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> he's just being so stupid about it too. Like he's just genuinely confused. Yeah. Like because he's like, "Oh, but how can women drive and do all this stuff if their brain is only the size of a pecan?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's just pretending like he legitimately does not understand it. <laughs> and they're like, "That's incredibly offensive. That's enough <laughs> of this." <laughs> There's another scene like that. Well, there's another scene involving feminists in the second movie. I really like that scene. That it's an good. amazing scene. That was really good. So, yeah, let's get to the second movie. So it's 14 years later. It's now. Yep, and he has been in a gulag. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'd call He's it. like mining the rocks and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you could. If I, do they call it a gulag in the movie? I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. I think it's the gulag. Because, like, yeah, something and like that. Yeah, he's got like massive beard and hair, and then they shave his hair, and like he has the exact, yeah, <laughs> hair and mustache exact, as he did in the first movie. Exact look. <laughs> yeah, and he like finds the suit, like it's this treasured item. Yeah, it's like uh, a, <laughs> it's like in, in the know, weird mesh underwear. That's like in uh, in Star Wars when you know Maz Kanata pulls out Luke's lightsaber and is like, you know, this has been sitting in this chest for thirty years. <laughs> this legendary item. Same with Borat's suit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the... Uh, he. Oh, there was one really gross part. I think this might be the grossest part. It's fake looking, but I think it's the grossest part. Yeah. Even grosser than the fertility dance. <laughs> well, that was pretty bad too, but he sits on this like leather, this big leather chair. And you assume it's leather. Yeah, assuming. And then... And then he's like, where's Azmat? And he's and then the prime minister oh, guy yeah. or whatever's like, you're sitting on him. Right, yeah. And then he turned him into a chair. Turn him into a fucking chair. That's <laughs> nasty. With his dick and balls on it and nipples. And chest hair still. Yeah. Like everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, that was really nasty. And then, yeah, I love his daughter in it. She makes that second movie, honestly. Um. Yeah, he meets, uh, she's like in the pig pen and she talks about how she wants to have a, a golden cage like Melania. <laughs> they, they really, uh, you can't watch these movies without expecting it to be political. They really freaking bash Trump <laughs> in this movie. I mean, oh, yeah, it's it's unavoidable. Yeah, but I like that. I mean, they try to make the fun of everybody. The entire time, her daughter's like, she wants a golden cage like Melania because women are supposed to be in cages. Yeah. So she's like, I want a golden cage. Oh, and they have like the whole fake uh, Disney like Melania mo- like Melania. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was great. I it, it, it's so bad, but it has the scene with Trump and he like gets a boner, and then it says, 
uh, yeah, Trump thought Melania was very sexy, and then he grabbed her by the vagine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's so bad, but it's so... Yeah, they shit on Trump so oh much. Oh, my God, they do. Yeah. I mean, he tries to shit on everybody, but it was kind of hard not to in this whole climate that he filmed this in. Yeah. <laughs> and then COVID... most of the people he's shitting on the movie are you know Trump or Trump supporters. Yeah. It's a lot. Well, okay, so in the first movie, you have the running of the Jew. Yeah. And it's very um very offensive caricatures of Jewish people. Yeah. You know, um but at the end of the end of the second one they changed it to uh running of Well, yeah, because in the the second one he he learns that Jewish are good people. Yeah, or something like that. Something like, like that. He, and he he goes to it's a kind of controversial scene where he goes. Oh in, yeah. He goes in a cathedral and he's dressed very racist and terribly. And but it's almost actually sweet because there's these two Jewish ladies and they actually like sit sit him down and talk to him and explain to him why they're not bad people and everything. It's actually yeah, like his daughter was reading QAnon theories and stuff that said the Holocaust wasn't real. And she told him that. Yeah. So like the reason and then he like freaked out, like the setup of the scene is really fucked up. Oh yeah. But cause he's scene, upset that the Holocaust wasn't but real. I think he made those two Jewish ladies look very good. Oh yeah. Um, but at the, yeah, at the end of the movie, they change it from running of the Jew to running, running of the American. American. <laughs> and it's like two like, it's like a Karen and a, and like a, you know, Trump, like a MAGA hat guy. Yeah, MAGA hat guy. And then and then the guy who... And then it's Fuchi. <laughs> Dr. Fuchi yeah, who comes in them. chasing them with the needle to give them the and vaccine. Like, and <laughs> yeah, the anti-mask people. Yeah. And like the Karen has an AR-15 and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I... But the, my first really... Like the first scene with his daughter that was like, okay, she's like making her... Making her own with this one. Yeah. Is when they went to do her makeup and her hair, redo her hair and stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they like make her look really trashy and bad at first because she has no makeup. She's like, yeah, dirty. Her hair string. There's a lot of scenes where her hair reminds me of like what the ring's hair looks like. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then made- she. After getting her hair done and everything, like she looks really good. Yeah, she's. I mean, that's just the truth. <laughs> but um, I love in that scene where she's wearing um, what is it, a hijab? A hijab? Is she wearing? No, she's wearing like a headdress. What is it called? What the women wear? Is it just a hijab? I don't remember. Is it the same name? I want to say a hijab is the. Uh, it's not exactly that, but you so, know what I'm talking so about. It's I, the I, like I, I'm reluctant, head covering. I'm reluctant to say for sure because I don't want to get it wrong. Right. But I, I think the hijab that's that's uh, the the head covering, but not the one that covers your entire face. Yeah, that's what she's like wearing, kind of. Um, a more well, looser version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's. But you know, I, yeah, I, it's I, like I got, this head I got covering. It, I got it right. I didn't. I, I was worried I'd get it wrong. <laughs> a hijab. It was yeah. a hijab. Yeah, basically. But yeah. she comes in wearing that, and then the lady's like, okay, let's see your hair. Let's see what <laughs> we're working with. And, <laughs> and they're like, oh, God. And, and then Borat's like, okay, sure. <laughs> then she lifts her skirt. <laughs> right. She lifts her skirt, and she has 
an enormous bush under her underwear. Yeah. <laughs> like wrong hair. Really long pubes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, not that hair. Not that. <laughs> and yeah, she gets her hair done. And, and then everything. they ever try on the dress and she walks out with the dress bag over. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the lady is trying to be so nice. Yeah, the she's, lady's she's like, like, that's a bag that we put the dress in. She's like, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she she comes out. We're in the plastic bag. That's I, I love when when he goes to he goes to get the uh, the cake. Oh, this is another really good bit with his daughter. And he goes to get the cake, and she wants a a cupcake, and she's like, he's like, fine, fine, but uh, but he's like, but don't tell the authorities because they <laughs> they might arrest me. Um, and yeah. she's he like t- has to take her out back to like because he's wait, wait 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 let's take a back step there, so. They're getting a cake for Mike Pence, I guess. I think so. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> something like that. The cake to go along with her <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> because I don't, I don't remember at what point in the movie. Because the goal of the movie is to gift her to Mike Pence. Yeah, and I don't remember at what point in the movie where they decide to gift her to Rudy Giuliani instead. Oh, when the Mike Pence thing doesn't work out. Yeah, I don't basically. Rem- I don't remember at what point. Well, no, she happens. ends up becoming a QAnon reporter or something like that. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is great but but no in that scene he, he has the lady making the cake and he's like can you write the Jews will not replace us and and Aww. she doesn't even question it she's just like okay she freaking writes it in like the cute writing and then she's like and, then and, he's like, and a smiley then face a smiley face too <laughs> And she, yeah, she does. She does not question it at all. She's and here's the thing about this kind of humor, and I'm going to keep on reiterating that this humor, you're laughing at the obscenity, not because of it's funny. You're not yeah. laughing at. If you're laughing at the Jew, like the racist Jewish stuff, because you think it's genuinely funny. Yeah. Nothing, outside of the situation, then yeah, you got a problem. This is a type of humor where um, it's kind of like the office with Michael. It's not nearly as, as offensive, obviously, but where he like makes gay jokes and stuff. It's like, you're not laughing at the joke specifically. You're laughing at him. Yeah. And it's, it's one of these types of humor where it's funny, but then the more you think about it, the more fucked up it is. Well, it's really fucked up because like I said, the lady just completely went there, along with it. There are points when I'm watching Borat, both movies, where I feel a little uncomfortable. I guess her whole ideology yeah. is like, eh, as long as I'm getting paid. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, what else could it be wrote on there? I don't... It's yeah. just insane. And then, yeah, then we have the cupcake bit, which just is amazing, because it yeah, turns does, into another bit. He doesn't want to get caught... <laughs> yeah. her okay, cup. so she's like, "Oh, I want the oh, one with the yeah. I want the one with the baby on it." <laughs> I love this part. <laughs> and then they sneak off by a dumpster. <laughs> because this part is like they're not doing anything bad. They're just no. getting this doctor's reaction and they're purposely wait, they, wait, wait. they are purposely missing. Let's not get to the doctor yeah. part yet. So they go by the dumpster and I love how she like squats down and like she just like she's like eating it like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's he's like, holding it. <laughs> And she swallows the she swallows the baby the baby the plastic baby the little plastic thing. baby on the cupcake. I mean, I doubt she actually swallowed it because that would be dangerous. Yeah, but she swallows the baby, and then they go to a what a Planned Parenthood. It's not Planned Parenthood. I I think they just go to a doctor. It's some kind of like a. 
It's one of those Christian Planned Parenthoods ones where they tell you d- you just have to have the baby. That you can't get an abortion. Because he was a preacher, too. Yeah. Or a pa- Yeah, he was a pastor. And... Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> and yeah. the way they talk about it, they're very vague. She's like, I, ha- I have a baby inside of me, and I want to get it out of me. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's too late for that. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, and that. they're like, doctor, and he's like, doctor, I put the baby in her <laughs> on accident. I just wanted to give her a good time, make my <laughs> daughter feel good. Yeah, and it's like I love that scene because it's they're just purposely being vague. Yeah, because they're just talking about he gave her a cupcake and she ate the plastic baby. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> it's they're wrong. not. They're not they're actually not being. Yeah, they're not being. They are not being inappropriate. They're just. Purposely being misleading, and then to the guy's like, "Did you like say that? she was your daughter?" And he was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> and but even then, he refused to give him an option for abortion. Yeah, uh, which was crazy. That's just to me. Yeah, I don't want to get real into yeah. that, but I think. <laughs> If a woman is raped or it's incest, she should most definitely be able to get an abortion. Yeah. I mean, why is that even a debate? Yeah. But uh, let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that. That is one of those things. But where seriously. Like, I don't quite understand. I, I, I really don't see why it's debated. I understand if you have a... I understand their whole view. If you get pregnant through consensual sex that they think you should be responsible. I can kind of get behind that. Yeah. Well, playing devil's advocate, I don't agree with it, but I see, I see what their, their, uh, ideology of that. Yeah. I can, I, I see the ideology. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, uh, yeah, a woman should have control of her body. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be in the last trimester. It should be like very early on, I think, obviously, but, yeah, that whole issue just has always baffled me. Yeah. People are so concerned over controlling other people's bodies, <laughs> especially women. It, yeah. Sexism. It's real. Yeah. It's not just in this movie. Um, <laughs> I, that's the point of the movie. It's showing. It's but real. yeah, that, that scene, though, is. That, that's because there are scenes that make me uncomfortable. That scene I was laughing at because they're just they are just fucking with this doctor. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought it was hilarious. I was uh, yeah, that was, that was amazing. Good. And then you have the ballroom thing. It's a lot like the etiquette dinner one. Yeah, but he's the whole point is to teach her how to like be more like an American. Yeah, to so she can be a princess to like be a Melania. princess. Yeah, like Mulani. <laughs> so she can have her golden cage. <laughs> yeah, and I like and there's there's several points where like she's where I think like her daughter the, the daughter's like uh, can, well I have a golden cage like Melania he was like and mm, and he's like mm, I don't think so. no but a very big one <laughs> <laughs> oh we for, we totally for, this is before her makeover but the whole bit where they go to buy the cage oh yeah at the hardware store and the guy sells it to him and Borat is being very clear saying this is for my daughter yeah he's and then. He's he asked the guy, how many uh, women can I put in this cage? And then the guy's just like, oh, just one. <laughs> but it's just that he goes, people I, go along with this. I really want to, I really want to think that that guy was, that thought that he was joking. 
I, I hope so. I don't know, though. <laughs> what if he wasn't? Yeah. What if it was real? Like, that's... And yeah, that's what I love about Borat is just getting what you would think to be normal people to say crazy things and to go along with crazy things. Yeah. And, but yeah, and for a while she's like living out whenever they park anywhere or stay over the night, she's like living outside with a heat lamp. Yeah. <laughs> and then he finally lets her in. Like he starts forming a bond with her. Which it's sweet, but in a very Borat way. In a, yeah, it's it's weird. It's very it's, weird. Yeah, but they, yeah, the whole ballroom scene. Uh, there's some. There's a lot of good moments where Borat asks these random old white guys that he doesn't know, uh, "How much you think my daughter worth?" <laughs> and then this one guy said, "Like five hundred an hour." <laughs> yeah, you like just gave him an answer, a very serious yeah. answer, which is. And then this other guy, he's like, yeah, that's how we lock them in the South. Young and beautiful. It, it's just, yeah, there's, it's insane. There's just <laughs> so many people in this. And, and then you have the fertility dance. Yeah. What, what does she call it? She doesn't call it her period. She calls it her uh, moon, like moon present. No, not uh, her moon presence, like Bloodborne. <laughs> <laughs> that is like blood. That's from Bloodborne. Yeah. Imagine if you were playing Bloodborne and inst- when you 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 get all the umbilical cords and you go to fight the Moon Presence and it's just Borat's daughter instead. <laughs> well, Bloodborne does have a lot of weird allusions to like stuff like that. That makes me think there should be a a game, a a Souls like game in the Borat in the Borat verse. <laughs> I assume you play as Borat. Do you play as Borat, or or is he like the, maybe the final boss? Uh. Okay. I don't know. No, you got to play as Borat. No, you, yeah, you you got to play as Borat. Maybe, Maybe Mike Pence is the final boss. Yeah, Mike Pence or, or uh, Trump. Or Trump or uh, or just like random yeah, guy. Yeah, and like all the bosses are like you know a MAGA hat guy, <laughs> but like a twisted yeah. version. Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in, in Bloodborne, in Bloodborne and Soul style, they can't just be normal humans. They they're mutated and twisted. Well, especially and in Bloodborne, it's like, oh, he was a normal priest, and then he tried some shit and turned into a monster. <laughs> yeah, or like Dark Souls. Oh, this king pissed off a dragon. <laughs> I mean, that's basically this it. person. This person pissed off something, <laughs> and now they're an eldritch beast. <laughs> oh, have you done any more Dark Souls? Uh, no, I've been playing. I assume you've been playing Assassin's Creed. I've been Creed. playing Assassin's yeah. Creed. <laughs> Man, I wanted a new Demon Souls. Uh, it looks really good. I'm going to get it eventually. Unfortunately, it's next-gen only. It's PS5 only. Yeah, but it's one of the nicer-looking games coming out this year. Well, that's why I was yeah. so excited for it. It's like the most next-gen game Yeah, it's really good. Really nice-looking. Um, lighting, the ray tracing, but let's not go off on that. But yeah. it looks great. <laughs> But it's so easy to get distracted by video game talk. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, you guys probably realize that by now. Yeah. One of these days, we'll actually do an episode on video games instead of just going on tangents. Well, we did the RPG them. ones. So. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just going on tangents about them every once in a while, we'll actually do another episode <laughs> about yeah. them. Um, but yeah, you have the ballroom scene, and she does the fertility dance with Borat, and they're playing like this Kazakhstan, like well, traditional. I loved it because it was like. You know, it was wholesome at first. Yeah, they start playing it, and it seems at first like it's like, yeah, this is kind of a weird dance, but it's like... Also, he looks so freaking weird. Yeah. He has like a big nose and like this weird blonde, like bowl haircut. 
Yeah, that costume he did. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it looks like they're doing. It's like they're like it's a weird dance, but you know, it's just a dance. And then yeah, <laughs> and then she lifts her skirt and she has uh, a, what I assume to be a very unrealistic period. Yeah. Oh, very. Yeah, extremely and blood everywhere. They, of course, they of course. Yeah, they tried to but make what's that. What's weird? Here's what's really weird about it. People are grossed out, but most of the people are there for a while. Yeah, no, no. I would be leaving immediately. Yeah, they don't leave immediately, and they're, they're all kind of just grossed out, but they're keeping it to themselves. Yeah. They're, they're trying to act polite, which is weird. I, I guess thought, I thought they're that was, like, oh, I guess that's their culture. Like, I, yeah, I, don't know. I thought that was strange. I don't quite know what else to think about it. Oh, and I love her degrees uh, when she was walking in. When they oh. were presenting her, oh. it was like cage ma- uh, majoring in cage maintenance, cage, and uh, what was the other one? I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, but one of them was cage maintenance. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nice touch. That <laughs> or maybe it was like reporting or something. like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that bit was amazing, and then we have. There's a lot of good bits in there, but I want to get to the big one. And I think yeah. I, I think you know what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, let's get to the b- big one before that one. Yeah. So before. So before that. Before they, the, they before, part ways. Yeah. Before the big big one, they so yeah they part ways. Borat goes looking for her. Well, yeah, because she's like, I'm a liberated woman now, because she goes to the feminist meeting. Oh yeah, which oh that's that we gotta talk about that. Doesn't story. she take her top off in front of him, or does she I, pull up her skirt? I don't remember. But I remember like I'm pretty it's either I know it's real nudity. Yeah. But, but I remember I remember that all the ladies there they're they're really trying very hard to be supportive of her. <laughs> but I love how she just walks in. Yeah. And like starts speaking up there. Yeah, and they're all trying to be really supportive of her. Like Yeah. But they're clearly uncomfortable and they clearly yeah. don't want her there. <laughs> but they're they're Oh, and she has that whole book about like the rules of women and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and how uh, yeah it's when she realized when it's okay this is definitely one of our most explicit episodes because well she, yeah she, but she realizes that she can masturbate without being sucked into her vagina yeah because <laughs> she's been told her whole life that she would like yeah it was like a folk tale a cousin or something yeah it was like a cautionary fairy tale so she realizes that and there's also because she goes to the and that it has teeth and she stuff. sees by the plastic surgeon she sees she finds the feminist meeting because she sees a woman drive up in a car and she's like yeah. can't believe oh i completely forgot about that the, she saw a woman driving a car i completely so forgot followed, about she, the plastic surgeon thing yeah that was freaking weird too yeah because she's going in to get Breast implants and stuff. Yeah. And then the plastic surgeon even recommends that she gets a nose job and stuff like that. And she's like, what's wrong with my nose? Like, yeah, there's that, nothing wrong with her nose. No, no. I think she's a very pretty yeah. uh, woman. Uh, uh, and, but then, but, and then Borat is like, if I weren't here, would you sleep with my daughter? And then the plastic, he says, yes. Yeah. I, uh, that he had to the, be in the, on it. The plastic surgeon part, that, while it's still disturbing, that didn't disturb me quite as much because just there's a lot of in that in the plastic, plastic, surg- plastic surgery culture. Yeah. Cosmetic it's a very, type well, of culture. That's there's a lot of that weirdness. Wanting to perfect your features and stuff like that, that's a very 
Yeah, there's so there's a lot of weirdness thing. in that culture. So that that part yeah. actually didn't. It was still weird. Yeah. It was still really weird. But, uh, but yeah, she ends up not getting it. She just ends up putting balloons in. <laughs> yeah, which, which I like, and they pop at some point too. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> But anyways, before the Giuliani scene, which is like the biggest scene that came out of this. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, it's also, Borat, also, we already talked about it, but just inserting it in there. It's after the plastic surgery and the, the feminist scene that the cathedral the, or the synagogue scene. Yeah, because they're split up. She's doing yeah. that. And then Borat, he goes to the synagogue. Yeah, so we already talked about that, but that's inserting that that's when it happens. Yeah, and... I'll, I'll have to get like a screenshot or something like in his outfit. It's very offensive. Yeah, yeah. He has like a long nose, claws, horns, all kinds of yeah, like shit, fat wings and yeah. It's yeah, <laughs> very, very, very. That that's a controversial scene, like we said, because, um, like I said, you know, the the actual he doesn't make the Jewish lady. And the whole time bad. I was he like, make, take the actually, nose off, I, take the shit off. Yeah, I think he actually makes them look very good, but then the stuff he does. And the reason he's doing it is pretty fucked up. Yeah. So that that's why it's so controversial because that's a scene where he did something fucked up, not making other people look. Yeah, because usually he's being weird, but it's usually the other people that yeah, are being weird. Yeah, it's to coax worse. reactions yeah, exactly. out of people, but yeah. he didn't coax a bad reaction out of these. People. Yeah, that's what I thought he was gonna get kicked and, out immediately. And that's why it's so controversial. It's he did something fucked up without exposing other people. Well, you had the scene in the first movie where they, <laughs> and I got to admit, this one's pretty freaking hilarious. I w- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where they stay at the bed and breakfast and they quickly realize that they're Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> they see all these like Jewish and paintings. They have to and, like, like flee in the middle of the night. Like <laughs> The way that it's filmed, it's like, <laughs> it's like a horror movie. Yeah. It's, it's like the Blair Witch Project or something. That's a pretty good scene. <laughs> like he's, it's like three in the morning and, and he's the, like filming himself. And it's just under like that, that poor old couple. Too. Like I was watching that and i'm like there's no way they didn't apologize to that couple afterwards or something like that oh no they definitely did they had yeah because that that, that but, couple was so nice no they were so nice and like they made them like nice like looking sauerkraut sandwiches or whatever yeah rubens you know or something like that it's a bed and breakfast i would stay at yeah, yeah and, it but, nice. and he was scared that the food was poison or something yeah <laughs> and then <laughs> but i love how they He's like, why do you have picture of old Jew? And then she was like, I'm Jewish. He was like, oh, like he was trying to play it cool. Play it cool. And then they literally leave in the middle of the night. They hop out the window or something. Yeah. No, they run out the front door. Because they're like terrified that they're going to get killed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got to admit, that scene was pretty good. Yeah. The other one in the (laughs) second movie was like, whoa. Yeah. That's offensive. That was a whoa scene. You're right. It's the reactions of the old women that made it tolerable. Yeah. Yeah. I think it actually would have been worse if they got a bad reaction and would have been like more. Fi- I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because it would have been funny to just seeing his ass get kicked out, but it was weirdly wholesome that they talked yeah. to him and like tried and made him understand that Jewish people are just like anyone else. Yeah. Know? And they're not bad. And, and they tell him that the Holocaust was real. Yeah, because that lady was in it. Yeah. Yeah, she was a survivor. So they've probably seen shit like that all the time. Yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. So. So, but. but yeah. Yeah. That but was then, messed up. Then after that scene, so they're separated. Also, the whole babysitter. Or not oh, yeah. baby, like. 
caretaker yeah, that was for weird. his daughter. That was a little That weird. was in Oklahoma. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That lady, she lived in Oklahoma. I forgot where. I think somewhere like Southeastern, but like she, I don't know. I think, I think I've been to the town it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it was like in Muskogee or around there. Muskogee. But, so like. Okie okay from Muskogee. Yeah. No. Yeah. Noki from Muskogee. Oh, yeah. I love that song. A great song, yeah. Merle Haggard. One of the best. Although Mer- Mama Cried is his better song. Well, I mean, Merle Haggard is one of the best like songwriters. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. But uh, although like I said, Mom- Mama Cried is I think a better song by him than yeah. Okie from Muskogee. But that lady, she uh she, he was in the Bora outfit. She didn't recognize it. Oh yeah. And she actually formed a connection with uh, Tuta. Yeah, she was very sweet. And she actually liked her and was trying to teach her like that women have rights. Yeah. And that. <laughs> and then there's that whole scene where she's asking her about masturbation. She's like, it won't swallow me up and eat me? <laughs> and she's oh like, God. no, of course not. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, that's when she's like liberated and stuff. But she was a really good sport through all that. And she, I think... There was a recent interview of her where uh, she said that she was really upset that it was fake, that she actually liked her. Oh, yeah. I hope her and the actress still have some kind of communication. Hopefully, yeah. You know, that'd be cool. But, okay. So, so now we get to the point. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, they're separated. And we finally get to the point in the movie where COVID is in effect. Yeah. Or at least quarantine's in effect. Yeah. And... Stay at home orders. And stay at home that. orders and everything. And I forget exactly. I think it's like in Texas. But he he's like walking around. There's no one there because, you know, it's the lockdown. This is like sometime in March. The I think the earlier parts of the movie were like January and February. And then this bit's like March and April. Yeah. But um, he finds these guys getting beers and supplies and whatever. And they're like uh, rednecks. <laughs> And they're QAnon guys, <laughs> and but they let him, they in, they let him stay in his house. What? It, which I'm like, oh, these guys are actually nice people. They're just super brainwashed, <laughs> and have really messed up views. But th- deep down, they're nice. They're letting this weird guy live with them. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm reading about this right now. Um, he actually did. Stay with How them long did he stay with them? For five days. Wow. He actually, he said, <laughs> um, this and, says... And uh, did he stay in character the whole time? Yeah. But, or were uh, they in on it? He said that um, it was the hardest thing he had to do. He had to live in character for five days in a lockdown house. He had to wake up, have breakfast, lunch, dinner, and go to sleep as Borat. Wow. Yeah, so... Um, Imagine him, like, in the bathroom or, like, using the bathroom or, like about to go to sleep it's like what am i doing yeah right exactly <laughs> he's probably like probably like staying up at night just like what the fuck i mean he basically lived with those guys almost a week yeah and they even ordered shit like like they ordered fleshlights and shit on amazon yeah there's <laughs> wild yeah when i saw that i was like okay did they cut it were they in on it or did he actually live with them that long and yeah he did <laughs> that's crazy and i love the whole bit where they're talking about the virus yeah and this, he's like this is what he said about it too he also okay. said that the reason they did it because he said quote that they he wanted to show that they're ordinary folks who are good people but have been fed 
a diet of lies. No, exactly. Because like, they're, yeah, they're 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 not bad people, but they've there's, been. There's people I meet all the time, especially working retail, that they seem like nice people. Yeah, but then because he's he, you know, Sasha Baron Cohen has a, a history, a career of making fun of politicians. Mm-hmm. But he said so. He said they're completely different to the politicians who are motivated by their own power, who realize they can create fear by spreading these lies through the most effective propaganda machine in history. They just genuinely believe that's it. a quote from. And, uh, like they're hanging out with him and stuff and having a good time. It looks like for the most part. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at least they are, but, (laughs) and, uh, there's a whole bit where he asks, what's, uh, what's worse virus or the Democrats? And they say the Democrats, Democrats Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) I thought that was amazing. And then there's the whole bit where they're showing him how to like you know, sanitize for the virus. And then he has like a pan and he's just like hitting walls, like <laughs> yeah. trying to get the virus. He's trying to <laughs> squash the virus with a yeah. pan. And, uh, yeah. It's great. Cause he has like the pan and he's like hitting the wall. And then he's the other guy standing there. He'll spray it with Lysol. And I don't know how they set this up. This must've been really tricky, but they found his daughter on like the QAnon site. Yeah. I reporting. So I wonder if like, they must have plant, planted I, – like, I wonder if they actually got her infiltrated into that or if they just planted that, those videos on the website for Borat. I don't know if it was specifically to, the QAnon site yeah, or whatever, they, they but it probably, was – probably – I bet what they did is – It was definitely like an alt-right, like Alex Jones I style. bet what they did is they probably planted those videos on that site, the whatever site they're on, for Borat to I'm surprised. find yeah, in yeah. the company of his new friends. Or maybe he looked it up real quick because yeah. they weren't looking. But – um, I love that. Um, well, I'm surprised that he didn't do like an Alex Jones bit. Yeah. That would have been, I know Eric Andre, he did an Alex Jones oh. bit when he went to the Republican national convention. <laughs> I love Alex that was amazing. I, I, I love Eric Andre. Eric now Andre. that I think about it, he's a very Borat. He's kind of a Borat like guy, but he's, he's not try. Eric Andre's not trying to, act like a real person no borat like is the whole point of sasha barracone is he's trying to act like a, re- a real person a very weird person yeah that elicits reactions yeah but he's trying to convince them that he's a real person eric andre just is just it's still crazy. being eric andre yeah but he's being ridiculous to elicit reactions no exactly but it's very similar vein there also the whole reporter bit like he definitely got his ideas from sasha barracone yeah but um well, and then they go to the QAnon rally, him and the uh, the guys, the boy, him and the boys, <laughs> <laughs> the and, boys. Uh, you know, there's like every other person has an AR-15 and stuff, which I wouldn't feel comfortable around. I would not just feel me. I would have not felt comfortable at that rally. No, and then he goes up and he's in a different outfit because you know people would recognize him. Those guys surprisingly didn't recognize him as Borat. Yeah. But he's in the <laughs> disguise. I think he explains it to him that it's to find her. Yeah, he has to be he, in disguise. They help him. They help him with their his disguise because he has to be in disguise, so she can't recognize him and flee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that, their, that was their whole plot was that, how he did that he causes a distraction while they look for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 
he does the whole bit where he sings the song with the, the country band. You know, there's some guys on fiddles and banjo and stuff. They're all wearing MAGA hats. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. But, um, and the song, it's Obama, chop him up like the Saudis. Yeah, like, it's. And everyone's singing along and like enjoying it. You don't see at that. I don't think I saw anyone that was like weirded out. No, everyone Honestly. was really into it, which is was yeah. disturbing. It was really He's singing about dismembering former president. Yeah. Whether they think it's a joke or not, it's messed up. Uh and then yeah, she's reporting. Like she's actually doing reporting there. It seems. Yeah, I'm trying to find information on like how, you know, they the extent did a good job the on extent that. of which she uh yeah because did he make her do Borat shit like really get into the role so apparently I know he was pretty protective I, of her I did see a while back I did see uh yeah he was protective of her but I, I saw an interview with Sasha and he was saying you know when they were looking for the actress um part of the the audition process was for her to spend time in character with him. Yeah. And actually go out. And well, and she actually, she did spend a lot of time with like that caretaker. Yeah. Too. So, so. like she, uh, and she's, and he, he said that, uh, you know, he's, I think he said that like, uh, he was just so impressed and by her. Well, while she was obviously playing a character and I think she'll have roles in the future. I think this shows that she's got great acting potential. Definitely. She is. She is just, uh, cause I just came across it. Uh, I want to point out she, she is, she is on record saying that she always felt safe yeah, with the team and the crew and with Sasha no, while definitely. they were filming. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. But, and well, she's actually from Bulgaria, which is the same kind of region, you know, Eastern Europe. And, uh, so, and like a, a lot of her reactions are genuine and real. Cause this is her first time in America. So all these people she's meeting and all these people that are saying obscene things, it's real for her. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. But yeah, he finds her and then they set up, or no, she goes to interview Rudy Giuliani on her own accord. Yeah, yeah. Cause she, In the movie, at least. She like, uh, that kind of scared me. Yeah. <laughs> Neighbors we got to set up a proper studio soon. Yeah, we'll do. We'll 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 get on that. We'll get on that. Uh, but <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna kind of miss that. So I think what it was was uh, so like the two Qunon guys that Borat made friends with, they go and convince her. Yeah, and she takes it upon herself to go and present herself to Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, um, before she does the interview and stuff, this is when she puts the balloons in her jet, you know, yeah. her shirt and stuff. And, 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 then, and, okay. and it's all, it's Borat because he goes to see the caretaker. The caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's basically like, you got to go protect your daughter. Go get her. Like, you know, and, um, she's your daughter, you know, you know stuff like that. And, um, and he also has a ball and chain there. Uh, yes, Rajiv. I think that's the main reason he's there. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, that's that's what he <laughs> literally said. a ball. And that's chain. what he says is the main reason. <laughs> yeah, but um. Anyways, here's the big part. So the Rudy Giuliani interview. Yeah. And Rudy Giuliani, as you know, he's Trump's top lawyer. 
He was America's mayor in New York, and he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> he's crazy. That's a good. That's just a good way to put and it. And he he's sucks. a shady guy. Yeah, a really shady guy. Uh, we try not to get too political, but it's really hard not to in this one. Yeah, in the last couple ones, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but she goes into an interview, and. They're being very friendly for each other, and she's agging him on, definitely, you know, encouraging him, touching his leg and stuff. They're even having drinks. Yeah. And, um, like, alcoholic drinks. And, um, well, anyways, the interview's over, and then she's like, oh, let's go have a couple drinks in the hotel room. He's like, okay. Yeah. And she's doing whatever. She's getting getting set up, getting stuff ready, drinks, whatever. And then he, as soon as he gets in the room, hand in pants, this is just what happens. I don't, I don't know if he was actually trying to get the mic. I highly doubt it. That's what people say. Um, I will say, Oh, tons of people defending him are saying, I will say, um, the microphone's not in his pants. Well, they say they run the cord through his pants and then it's up in his shirt. That's what they're trying to say. No, they don't do that. No, <laughs> if anything, they'll they, just run it through the shirt. They run it through your shirt. They only run uh, it all, all the way through the also, pants for like a. Also, those lavalier mics, um, often nowadays are wireless. Exactly, and it and probably it, and was. If, and if they're not wireless, it's wired through a shirt to receiver where that's yeah, wireless exactly or something like that. The only it's case not in his pants. It's not in his underwear. The only case they do the pants definitely not in the underwear. Yeah. The only case they do the pants thing is when they're filming a show or movie. Or like in the the case of The Office, they all have those mics. It's part of the show. Yeah. But when they're filming it outside of the show, they have to hide it and make sure that um, it works with the scene and everything. Well, and yes, that's why yes, they run it yes and no. So, and it's um, hidden. So in shows like The Office, they don't use those. No, but in the show. Yeah. Well, and there is scenes where they actually do use, yeah, use those. It's pretty rare. Most of the time they don't. Um, but also, like when they do, it's more common because, like, this is also what news reporters do if they have mics like that. Well, there's no, no, it's, no. it's wired through the shirt to a wireless there was receiver this, more often than they that. don't use it often. But there's a specific scene that I remember. I, I've been listening to Office Ladies, the podcast <laughs> with uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela. That's a good one, yeah. Like yeah, that. but um, you know, they talk about all the episodes and they were in the show, but they were talking about this one scene where Dwight and Michael are on the rooftop. Yeah. When he is planning on jumping. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Which is amazing. <laughs> we'll have to talk about the office at some point. Definitely. Yeah. But they had to do the wire through the pants and everything because, because they were on the rooftop and they did, they couldn't have the sound guys up yeah. there for those wide shots. Scenes like that. They do that. Uh, yeah. And that's a case. Yeah. You would have it go through your pants and everything where it's completely hidden. Yeah. This case. No, <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, I do not buy for one second that anything was. And in what's his pants scary? There's probably a lot of times hand. he pulled this off and just paid him off. Yeah, seriously. Like, he, and, um, well, it's, uh, I've I've just seen, and this is what's also disturbing is I've seen a lot of people defending him and not making excuses for him. Right? They're like, They're def- oh well, she was leading him on. Yeah, she's he, pretty girl. He can do this. Yeah, that's and, so. And when it comes, it when, when it comes down to it. I mean, she's not 14 in real life. She's like 24. But she says she's 15. But she's in the movie. She's, she's playing 15. A, she's playing a 15-year-old. Her character. Rudy which, Giuliani does not know that she's not 15. Exactly. And that alone, there's no excuse for that. No. Yeah. Her character, which is a real person to all these people, 
is 15. In reality, she's 24. Yeah. But she... So, yeah, as soon as they get in the room, he lays down on, in, on the bed, sticks his hand down his pants, well, unzips his pants and sticks his hand down his pants, unbuttons them, and it genuinely looks like he's about to start jerking off or get his dick out. Yeah. Like, seriously. And then as soon as he does that, sticks his hand down his pants and stuff, Borat comes to the rescue. He's hiding the whole time. Yeah, he snuck past Secret Service. He snuck past well, Secret Service. Well, actually, Sur- he got into he was in the room first, and they did yeah. a sweep of the room and did not find that him. That is crazy. Yeah, he was able to hide from him. That's like genuine spy shit. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Apparently, what they did is he was in a cupboard. I think what I heard is he, has in a, he was in a cupboard and had a fake wall. Yeah, they just didn't think to look. Yeah, uh, but he comes out and he's like wearing a bra and like shit. He looks <laughs> yeah. crazy, of course. But he comes out and he said, "Rudy, she too old for you. She only fifteen. I mean, she fifteen. She too old for you." <laughs> and I remember there was an interview where they're talking about it. Her, him and um, Bakalova. Uh, she said that if uh, Sasha wasn't in there and the crew and stuff. That she thinks something definitely would have happened. Yeah. Like, uh, and that's why he was wearing it in there the whole time because they had a feeling they, something was going to happen. Because they didn't trust him. They didn't trust exactly. Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Um, they, they suspected and something. And then as soon happened. as Borat jumped in, he, he had no idea it was Borat at the moment. And then after the movie came out, he's like sued and stuff. And, um, but he played it off. He like played it off like, what the hell's happening in here? Like, and yeah, what a creep, man. Yeah. And even if she is 24. Yeah, still, that's still. It, even if it's legal, you you at least ask before you get your dick out or start jerking off. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, still, what it, a it was creep. still creep. Yes, he's still a creep. And the only reason he did it, the only reason, at least the way I see it, that he couldn't have gotten in trouble. It's the fact that she actually is of age. She actually is of age, yeah. Um, but he thought she was 15. Yeah. And also, That's it was, messed it, up. also, Sasha ran in before anything happened. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that was the big scene. That's what everyone was talking about. And, yeah, I see people defending him. I see people talking about the mic. But, and he said he was taking the mic out and stuff. Bullshit. That is a bullshit excuse. He knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've seen one of those mics lately, there's always like a receiver on the belt or something. That's the most common. Sometimes they'll strap it to your back so it can hide. Yeah, behind, like, if, like under your so shirt. So like if you're tucking in your shirt, your you sports can still coat. hide it. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's... Unless it's like specific situations like The Office where it's like that they're shooting a scene and it requires it to run through the pants. To run through the pants. Yeah. Because they can't do a wireless thing for whatever reason. Um, well, that was before that was as widely available. That's too. true. Yeah. Back in um, like 2006. Nowadays, if they were filmed The Office, they probably would have used a wireless one. Oh, yeah. Um, but there, yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> there is no reason for it to have been in his pants. No. <laughs> yeah. Especially for an interview, yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, hell, if, if and even if he 
even if it wasn't his pants, if I were an interviewer and I went in and was interviewing someone and I gave him a receiver with a microphone and said, tuck this away so it's hidden, and they pull it and they start unzipping their pants to stick it down there, I'd be like, no, I don't want you putting my shit, my equipment in your pants. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I mean, tuck it in a pocket or on your belt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you putting my microphone in your pants. I have to wash it afterwards. <laughs> do that. Um, and then also we kind of touched on it, but the scene where he's in the Trump makeup and stuff, you know, the prosthetics. Yeah. And he's carrying his daughter. Yeah. It was blown out of proportion. It was, it wasn't nearly as big as it was in the trailers. Yeah. It's still kind of funny, but uh, he did talk about how none of the secret service members Checked for his ID or anything. They just they es- just got him out of. They just, just escorted, escorted him away. Yeah, because yeah. technically nothing he did was bad. Technically, no, it was just disturbing the peace kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. They were just leave like. <laughs> uh, and then that movie ends. Yeah, you have the he has a change. Of, they both have a change of heart. You have the running of the American. It it really makes fun of America in general. Yeah. I mean, Borat both, always both has. Both movies do. That's, yeah. That's the point of Borat is he creates a character who's a foreigner who is stupid and crazy and insane and uses him to make Americans look stupid and crazy yeah, and insane. Yeah, to expose people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she becomes the next reporter. <clears throat> she takes up the mantle, so to say. Yeah, she's Ka- like in the same suit. She got a haircut and stuff. Yeah, Kazakhstan's becomes feminist <laughs> country now. Yeah, it's feminist country. <laughs> now they export grooms instead of brides. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. Oh, what? We forgot about a major bit. Oh, did we? In the end, where it's revealed that the stuff they injected him in the beginning, oh right, was COVID. That they sent him there to spread, to spread COVID. To spread COVID, right. Yeah, I've completely forgot about that. <laughs> because they sent him on the on the ship that gets lost and goes around the world. So he can spread it throughout so the world. And it, it shows scenes like him like interviewing people in Australia. And yeah, stuff. and he's in Wuhan and, and yeah. <laughs> cough, coughing on some food. Yeah. <laughs> and that it was Kazakhstan's plan to like get revenge on the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. I think... Yeah, they played that pretty well, I think. Um, it must have been pretty complicated doing it during COVID, though. St- yeah. Like, doing stuff with strangers. Yeah. Like, I bet he was getting tested, like, every day. At least. I bet, yeah. If not multiple times a day <laughs> type of thing. but <laughs> Going to Trump rallies? <laughs> definitely getting tested. Yeah. You would not <laughs> catch me there. With not getting tested. Oh, he tested for more than just COVID. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but (laughs) find your own meaning in that. Are you... (coughs) We'll just leave it at that. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Just use your imagination, people. There's a lot of stuff you can catch at those things. But Borat, it's good stuff. I love him. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but it's definitely... I'm into it. I, I love that kind of humor. I love cringy stuff. I love stuff that crosses the line a little bit, pushes boundaries. Yeah, yeah. I, but it's, it's, like you said, Sasha Baron Cohen, obviously he knows what he's doing. He knows social norms. 
Yeah, like he's I said, smart. You know, he's, he has a background. He has in you know he's in anti-Semitism and civil rights and all that sort of stuff and studying it in college. Um, he's comes from a a long you know he comes from a big Jewish background himself. Yeah, um, he definitely knows about the things and that he's fucking with. really. He's a genuinely great actor. Like he's to pull really off good. to pull off a character with normal people for five days and yeah. live with them. Yeah, to live as Borat. Yeah. For five days. That's cr- that's, that's unheard insane. of. Insane. Um and and also you can find him, he's in like legit movies. He's in Les Mis. Yeah. He's a uh, he's like the crazy guy. And he's and he's done <laughs> and he, he's done movies himself. As well, like his own movies that are not Borat style. I know he's coming out in some kind of drama. I forget what it's called. Yeah, but he's got some serious roles coming. But, out. Well, I mean, I mean, he's done his own like movies he wrote and everything. Oh yeah, like the Dictator. Oh, the Dictator had some social experiment stuff in it. It was a movie. It was more of a. It mo- wasn't a mockumentary. It, yeah, it wasn't a mockumentary. Um, he did that one movie with Mark Strong where they both play British spies. Oh yeah, the spy. Mo- yeah, I, I haven't remember. seen that one actually. It was okay. I thought yeah. it was good. Um. Also, this was kind of a rumor that was going on for a while uh, that he wanted. He, well, it wasn't a rumor that he wanted to, but it was a rumor that it could happen. But he wanted to play Freddie Mercury oh. in a biopic. Oh, wow. He, I will say he definitely has the look. I, I could see it. Yeah. Like the mustache and stuff. Yeah, I could see it. But um, Brian Taylor and... Um, <clears throat> Brian May. Brian May, yeah. Drummer's Brian Taylor, right? I don't remember. Can you look <laughs> him up real quick? I'll look it up. But they, the band, they thought that um, he would have made Freddie Mercury look like an idiot. Yeah, that's that's a fair. I mean, I that's a fair assumption. Ro- Roger Taylor. Roger Taylor, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great drummer, by the way. They're all great. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and Remy Malik did a great job. Rami Malek, he did an adequate job. I think I would say I think he did pretty good. I think he did pretty good portraying the character, but you know he didn't go the whole extra step of actually learning how to sing. No, and stuff like that. Yeah, but lot, yeah, he did a good job. A lot of people don't. That movie, honestly, that movie's fun. Mm-hmm. Like the first one or two times, it's um. Honestly, pretty generic biopic in my opinion. Yeah, honestly, biopics often are like that. Yeah, they're good the first few times you see, or them. just the first time. The first honestly. time, like I saw that Motley Crue movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Dirt. Yeah, it's okay on Netflix. It's okay, but it is. Imagine every biopic trope you can think of. It's in that movie. Uh, it's like things like you, uh, you know what my it's like stuff like they're they're all sitting around they're like what should we call our band and they're like they're like and then it dawns upon yeah them. and then they're like, like epic moment and then they're like this must have been destiny because I wrote this down two years ago or when I was five years old <laughs> Motley Crew yeah like it's and then you have the well, it's, it's like, like shit like that in Bohemian Rhapsody you have the whole moment when they're in the studio and they're having a hard time for a while and then they just come up with the breakthrough shit. Yeah, like a Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. They'll be having a hard time, <laughs> and suddenly they write a hit song. It's like that. 
Not and it's good. like amazing. And honestly, it's not that. Now with Queen, though, it's not that hit songs never get written like that. But it is very stereotypical. It's just the way they play it. It's stereotypical biopic. Because every single one of them does it. That's that's like a. Now in the case of Queen, because one of they my, are epic and like one of the best bands ever. Yeah. What am I? But that it fell into the place. There's been biopics before, mm-hmm. so it felt samey. Well, it felt stereotypical. Yeah, and it, I think one of the quintessential biopics, which although I still like this movie, although walk I watched, the line? yeah, I watched again recently. Or walk though, hard. Walk the line. Walk the hard is actually a really good movie. <laughs> the Dewey Cox story. Walk Walk hard is better than any biopic movie <laughs> I've ever fucking seen. Um, <laughs> it's actually really well. It combines written. them all into one, um, and it's real well written because it's making fun of those tropes. But like, <laughs> yeah. um, but like, I was watching Walk the Line, and Walk the Line follows every single biopic trope to the point that that's like what Dewey Cox is mostly making fun of. Yeah, is Walk the Line, and <laughs> you know, there's the whole there's the whole scene in Walk the Line, and it's cheesy. It's not necessarily inaccurate because it shows him writing it. It's not like subtle. He comes up with it. It shows him writing it over a period of time, but it's a montage yeah. of him writing Folsom Prison Blues. Oh, yeah. And he's sitting there with the guitar in the airplane hangar because he was in the na- or the Air Force at the time. Or yeah. Whatever, and, you know, singing the lyrics. And he's getting the lyrics wrong. And he's changed. You see him change them over time. And it's not inaccurate. I thought he was just an army. Army, Air Force. I don't remember. He was in Germany. <laughs> uh, uh, but, you know, it's not inaccurate scene, but it's still really cheesy because it's just a montage of here's his hit song. You know, yeah, yeah. But that's what they make fun of in Walk Hard when they go like Dewey Cox. He'll be like, uh, you know, um, <laughs> okay, you, you were right. Cash volunteered to join the Air Force during the Korean War. Yeah, he was uh, in the Air Force. He was is during Korean War, but he was not in Korea. He he became a Morse code inter- interceptor. Yeah, um, but yeah, in, didn't in, know the Morse code thing. That's cool. That's pretty cool. But yeah, in Walk Hard, they do it like several times throughout the movie. He'll be like, he'll be talking to someone. He'll be like, I got to walk my own line. I have to walk hard. And then he looks <laughs> off, walk hard. And that's his song. <laughs> like this moment of genius. Well, I love it. No, no. It's great. <laughs> we'll have to do a whole episode on this. But I love this last thing I'll say about Walk Hard. Uh, the, la- the bit where they're in the studio and... Like the producer's like, oh, he sucks. He was just a one hit wonder. He's never going to come up with anything. And then, like, it comes down to the last minute and he's like, you have five seconds. <laughs> and then he comes up with Walk Hard. Well, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's like, I think it's. Sh- and then the rest of the band, they what? don't even have the music in front of them. Yeah. Well, it's because, like, that, that's, that's what they do in, in Walk the Line is there's when he, the, the producer's like, I've heard this gospel song a million times. Yeah. Play something else. And he plays. He he starts playing Folsom Prison Blues, and they're like, "Johnny, we don't know this song." And they're, he's just like, "Oh and, yeah, and, and he does it thing, is like that." And he does a thing. And as a musician, you kind of this can happen where you play a song, and you're just like, "Just fucking play along." Yeah, yeah, just yeah. fucking watch what I do and yeah. try to follow. And they follow, and it's rough, but it sounds good. But Walk Hard does it where he starts playing it, and they do it, and perfectly. they're just like perfectly like rocking on the piano and doing everything. so all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like they suddenly have rehearsed the song for like years. And I love the bit. I forget his name, but he's a great, he's hilarious. But the drummer, um, <laughs> he he's the one that introduces uh, Dewey Cox to new drugs. Yeah. He's like, you don't want this. Yeah. He, he walks in on him smoking pot. He's like, this is, we're smoking reefer, Dewey. You don't want any, you know, or I think at first he's like, you want to try some Dewey? 
And he's like, uh, no, I don't think I do. He's a, you're right. You don't want none of this. It's non-addictive. You can't OD. <laughs> and he, it relaxes you. And, and Dewey's just like, yeah, I think I, I want I it. I think I want it. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Or like there's at one point, I don't remember what drug it was, where he's like walks in. He's well, like, there was definitely the bit with cocaine. Yeah, he made punk And punk. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember what drug. Maybe it was heroin or something. Um, where he walks in. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, we're doing heroin. It's, yeah. the, it's the next natural progression for you, Dewey. <laughs> but yeah, we're going off on a tangent here, so I think we should end it. Yes. Um, oh, I almost forgot. Should have announced it way earlier. But if you're here, you're the real you're the real fan. This is yes. why you need. So we started a Facebook group. Yeah, we're okay, gonna, and we're gonna be moving most of our content from our page to the group. Yeah. So we're still gonna have our Instagram, and. So check that stuff out if you're on there, if you prefer it. And then we have the Facebook group so we can actually interact with you guys, communicate, and like ask you questions, like what you're drinking, stuff like that. So yeah. you can interact with episodes. Um, yeah, it's fun. And I'm excited to get it going. So the links will be down in the description. Uh, so check that out if you want. Uh, also... If you enjoy anything you're hearing or having a fun time or hate us, <laughs> whatever, leave us a review on yes. Apple Podcast. Um, any review helps. Uh, helps us get seen. And it's just, it's good to know what you guys think. Yeah. So leave us a review. Check, check out the Facebook group. It's uh, the Odd Drunk fan page. Kept it simple. Yeah. We'll have links. Yeah, we'll have links. So yeah, leave a review. Check out the page if you want. Uh, yeah, we have our Instagram. That's where most of our pictures or whatever is going to go. So yeah, check all that stuff out and, um, you'll be seeing more in the future on the page, on the group. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to do some fun things with it. So stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned. <laughs> It'll be good. It will be good. <laughs> you know what will really be good? Ending this episode. All right, let's do that. Play the music. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast with Jackson and Bolton. Sometimes Tristan Bolton.